Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. We invite in from News Channel 5 Sports Director, my good friend John Dawes, I think on his way driving to do a pregame show of his own. John, what's going on, my friend? How did you know I was in the car? I can tell. I can The background noise, you can hear... The, uh, I got AirPods in. These things mm. are supposed to cancel that stuff out. <laughs> Might want to take that one up with Apple, I guess, then. I don't know. But you you are <laughs> correct. I'm going in. we got the Browns countdown at its normally scheduled time, 1030 to noon, uh, with Hanford and Gerard and Nathan. Um, so I'm going in right now to do that. Nice. Well, I, that's where you can definitely catch John if you are going to stick around and listen to our pregame coverage, of course. But certainly appreciate you giving us some time this morning. Real quick, John. Uh Solid win last night for the Cavaliers. Donovan Mitchell, he keeps getting the MVP chance. At this point in the season, I just had this conversation last segment. I would probably say, like, I'd give him the nod for MVP at this point in the season. Now, I know that can change. What, uh, where are you at with Donovan Mitchell in the MVP uh, chase? This is why I love – this is why anytime you ask me to come on here, I say yes, because I'm expecting you want to talk Browns and Ravens. And the first question you asked me is about the Cavs. So I appreciate that. <laughs> well, I know you love have your you basketball. So I had to sprinkle at least one in. And uh, on top you- of that, to give people a peek behind the curtain, John and I text frequently during Cavs games. And he just tells well, don't me. Don't tell people what I text you. Well, I won't tell what you text. But we text back and forth a lot. He's more critical than me. I say be patient. He says, I don't know. I don't know if this guy's it. So we go back and forth. But it's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, yeah, but I've never said I don't think Donovan Mitchell's it because you're For right. Sure. Donovan Mitchell has been incredible, and I agree with you. I think if I had an MVP vote, he'd be number one on my list here 30 games into the season. Have you ever seen a team, though, Spencer, that is more comfortable down 10 in the fourth than they are up 10 in the fourth quarter? Yeah, you're you're 100% right about that. Like, they continue to mount these comebacks, but it's like, then they have these leads in games and they blow them, and you're just like, what is going on? <laughs> but to your point, it's a learning curve, right? Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like Deshaun Watson. We, we expect everything. We want everything perfect now. That's not how it works. Yeah. And when you add a player to a roster, admittedly what was already a, a very good roster, but when you add a player and he is your best player, and that, that offense has to run through him specifically in the fourth quarter, that takes time to learn. But uh, the one thing that we are seeing with Mitchell, and I like Garland a lot. I think that he's going to be really good in this role, more suited for this role than he was 
as the leader. Last year, um, yeah. Mitchell, Mitchell is the guy who takes the big shots late, and he's the guy who makes big shots late. And that is what this franchise was missing. Yeah, and I think it can't be understated too. I mean, obviously Mitchell's playing the best basketball of his career, so that plays into it as well. But, and you know, you bring up learning curve and trying to kind of teach these guys. He's that guy, right? Like, he's been in the playoffs. He's done this before. He's closed out games. He has some of that experience, and he is sort of single-handedly bringing these guys along while also just being so efficient and doing so much offensively for this team scoring-wise. It's impressive, man. So, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you that I think right now – he would probably be my leader in the clubhouse, and I know we're a little biased working around him and being around him, but I, I, I think it's pretty cut and dry at this point in the season, 30 games in. Talking with John Doss of News Channel 5, uh, you mentioned it. We got the game later today. Um, I, it's weird because at this point in the season, I think there were higher hopes that these games would mean something, and with a very uh, minuscule chance of making the playoffs at this point, I don't know that there's a lot of buzz for this one, but anytime you're playing a division opponent – and you got some of the storylines of Deshaun Watson and who's going to be here next year, and that, that it's, it's obviously a game worth tuning in for. So let me start you with this one because as we evaluate this team the rest of the year from coaches on down to players, is there any chance Kevin Stefanski is not back in 2023? Yeah, of course. Yeah. We have the unenviable job now, right, the next four games – of trying to dress this up in a way that everybody cares about it. The reality is, in this city, this is ultimate letdown. That's the reality. There is no excuse. Nobody would have believed, had you said 14 weeks ago, that four weeks left into the season, this team was out of it. That is a complete failure. They have failed over and over and over again this year. And they have found many different ways to fail. If you looked at Jacoby Brissett's numbers, right, if I told you Jacoby Brissett was going to do what he did at the beginning of the season, you'd say, okay, wow, they're going to win nine or ten games with him. Yeah. The fact that they failed defensively, the fact that they have been an utter train wreck on special teams, the fact that they have one of the most talented offensive, at least what we thought, right, offensive lines, and, and running back core, and they have now underperformed the last month. Anytime Nick Chubb is held to 30 yards, it is an indictment on everybody on the team. I absolutely think that his seat is hot. And now, does that mean if they win two of the last four, he's safe? If they win one of the last four, I don't know. I think that the, the franchise is going to give him – the opportunity to have Deshaun Watson for a full offseason and a full season. I think they believe in him. I do think he's a very intelligent guy, and I think it is in him. But what you needed this season was a little bit of fire, right? You needed somebody to hold that together when that suspension was elevated from six games to 11. Because as we've seen, a lot of guys checked out at that moment. And – Kevin Stefanski, I don't believe, was that guy for that job this year. Now, going forward, if he has Watson for an entire season, can he be successful? Absolutely he can. And I think that's what the franchise is thinking, and they're going to give him that shot. Yeah, and that's where I'm at with it, too. I, 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 I've kind of been saying the only way Stefanski loses his job at this point is if he just completely loses the locker room. Like, guys are just out. They quit. They're like, yeah, we don't, we, don't, we don't want to play for this guy. That's probably the only way at this point that I think he completely just flatly won't be back next year. Because to your point, like, 
Deshaun keeps touting. We know, we know the real reason why he came here. I mean, it was the money. That was the biggest reason why. But he continues to say that the conversations he had with Kevin Stefanski, where they looked through the playbook and talked about this play and that play and how he fits in the scheme. And, and like, that's part of the reason why he apparently came here. And so if you just pull the rug out from underneath him and say, well, he only got six games with the guy that kind of helped recruit you and bring you here that you were excited to play as an off in his offense. Like, what does that say about that move as a whole? So I, I just, I can't bring myself to thinking Stefanski's not here next year, but I guess if the four games just go completely disastrous, then yeah, he won't be. And to your point, I, I think he is relatively well liked in the locker room. So I, I don't know that the, there's really all that much of a chance of him losing the locker room, quote-unquote, right in, here in the final month of the season. Um, I do like what you said, and Deshaun Watson also said it was a big reason why he came here because the fan base is one of the best in football. <laughs> um, yeah, $230 million guaranteed. Man. You don't have to make up excuses. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. We, listen, Deshaun can say whatever he wants. We know the, we know the main reason why he came here was, was – was the uh, the cash that he was getting? That's that's pretty. I do obvious. think though. Look, I, I do think we're going to learn a lot about this team in the next four weeks. We're going to learn a lot about the players on this team and who's going to be here going forward. And it sounds cliche because we have said that before. But uh, Spencer, we learned a lot about these guys 11, 12, 13 weeks ago when the suspension was pushed, and there were a lot of guys in that locker room that I truly believe thought it was a lost season. And when you go into this type of work environment, and you're not expecting to challenge for the postseason or for a deep run in the playoffs, it's very hard to get motivated. And my worry was the, at the first sign of adversity, which for me was week two against the Jets, blowing that game against the Jets, when you hit that adversity, it takes a lot to get up the next morning and want to pursue it with as much passion as you had before. And in my opinion, a lot of guys quit then. So yeah. – I don't have high expectations for the next four weeks. Talking with John Doss, News Channel 5 of the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. Uh, what did you make of the G- the Jeff Howard comments? I was talking about this this morning. To me, John, it just kind of felt like this summed up the season, right? Like, I don't put it as much on, on, on Jeff Howard as I do just, I think, the defensive staff as a whole. Like, you guys failed to make adjustments throughout the season. Yeah. And that was kind of you fumbling through that question was telling us all we needed to know. Like you guys just don't, you don't do the job right. And that's kind of what I felt. It, it kind of summed things up for me. Yeah. Could you imagine after today's game? Well, uh, Tyler Huntley threw for 400 yards and three touchdowns because we were prepared for Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I, it, fumbling through the question is right. And look, it, it's hard to get up there on the dais cameras pointed at you and answer questions, right? right? That's hard for everybody. Um, so I think that if he had a do-over, he might not have said that. But if if you're telling me, yeah, game planning for some of the best receivers in football and then those guys being out actually hindered your game plan, uh, that's an issue. Yeah. And I think speaks to dysfunction on multiple levels in that defense. And, of course, we know it starts – at the top of that defense. Right, right. Which is why I don't put it on Jeff Howard. Like you said, it's hard. He's not really used to doing that. I, I can't p- completely put it on him. Um, I, it speaks more to the top well, where Joe Woods is. The issue is, the issue is what we've also seen offensively, right? That the yeah. Browns are a much more formidable offense early in the game than they are late in the game. It is a lack of 
in-game adjustments or an inability to adjust in the game to what the other team right. is doing. Right. That's why this team's only won five games. That's no why doubt. this team breaks down when the other team's best receivers apparently aren't on the field. And that's an issue they got to fix under Kevin Stefanski. No doubt. Real quick, John, to get you out of here, last question. Uh, what Week three with Deshaun Watson, he's looked a little bit better in, in the second outing last week as he did against the te- than he did against the Texans. What are you expecting to see from Watson today where he plays in the elements as well for the first time? I'm not expecting to see anything. What we have to see, Spencer, are flashes. We have to continue to see flashes. Week one against Houston, we saw nothing. At least in the second game against Cincinnati, we saw flashes of above-average quarterback play in the NFL. We need to continue to see him over the next four weeks work towards flashes of MVP caliber, of $230 million guaranteed caliber. We have to see some elements of that to get us going into the offseason. All right, good stuff, John. Again, appreciate it. You giving us a little bit of time this morning. I know you're uh, you're busy driving all around, getting yourself into these uh, these shows. So thank you so much. Remind people where they can watch uh, this uh, this morning. Browns countdown ten thirty to noon. Also, because the game today is on News Five, we will have a second pregame show live from three thirty to four, leading up to network mm. coverage. There you go. Again, if you're not tuning in for our show. John's show is always a, a good second good second bet. So there you go. John Doss, News Channel 5. <laughs> hey, I'm a company man. I got to plug the station a little bit here, John. <laughs> Appreciate the time, John. Take care of yourself. We'll talk again soon. All right, buddy. John Doss, News Channel 5. Great stuff from him. Let's take a break. When we come back, what do you want to see from Deshaun Watson? Also, I'm going to hand things over to Earl. He's going to give us this segment he does with G. Bush every week on the barbershop Pearl Talk. We'll see what's on his mind. We do that next on 92 Through the Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.